Hello and welcome back to C Red UK, where quite simply the Chicago Bulls sing. This podcast is part of the Fans First Sports Network. So wherever you're listening, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. And if you're lucky enough to be watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the bell, give us a thumbs up and leave some comments down below. And if you're not watching on YouTube, you may as well just head on over and do it anyway. Uh, I'm Matt and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm okay. I'm not too bad. Um, we have uh, something to talk about, as in the last Bulls game. So, uh, always good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not what you were saying to me before. But <laughs> we'll no, I'm trying it. to be positive. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, obviously, since our last episode, we uh, played Charlotte Hornets last night. Mm-hmm. And it was ugly. It was. I know that a lot of people are hyped about it because we've gone three in a row, blah, blah, blah. But it was a bad Hornets team and it was a horrible performance to watch from, from Bulls as well, I thought. You know, Hornets didn't have Flamelo Ball, Mark Williams, yeah. and we still made it hard work. And we seem to have gone away from the last two games, the way we played in them last two games against Bucks and Pelicans, I kind of went back a little bit to the Bulls we got used to seeing. That That's how it felt to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, as going to spot them, we did get the 111-100 win. And a win's a win. You know, I'll take it. It's... A little bit of positivity. Um, yeah. You know. And we're, st- and we're streaking. We're still streaking. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, what was your sort of general take on it? Ugly win? Good win? Well, look, like you say, any win at the moment is a good win. But, yeah, it was an, it was an ugly win. Um, it was it was a game of sh- of streaks and runs um, where, like I, th- I think I said to you when we were watching the game, um, it never felt like we'd put it to bed. It never felt like it was fully contained. It always felt like there was a possibility that we could let it fall apart as we've done so many times in the past. And I just wondered, did they kind of maybe play down to the Hornets a little bit in this game? Did they kind of go into this game thinking, ah, oh, yeah, well, it's only the Hornets. They don't have Lamello. They don't have Williams. We've got this. And the complacency kind of showed on the floor. Yeah, possibly. I mean, we've got a habit of doing that anyway, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And we let yeah. these sort of young teams or young players end up getting a little bit of confidence and, you know, yeah. but as it was, it was Gordon Hayward that was cooking us, especially in the first half. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. I mean, I think it was just a bad performance from both teams just led mm-hmm. to a bad a, a horrible looking game you like you said you know it was a game of runs and sort of you know like what do we get a 16 point lead at one point that got went whittled down then it was mm-hmm. it was 19 points that got yeah it was down. 19 yeah um and i mean it was a, generally a bad shooting night for bulls mm-hmm. and it was a shocking shooting night from hornets which is <laughs> pretty much why we ended up with a win, I think. Um, I mean, 
yeah, it, again, we saw early uh, Julian Phillips minutes and yep. Dylan Terry minutes. They actually checked in the head of Javon Carter. So it seems as if Billy still doesn't know what he's doing with his rotations at times. I don't know if there was a bit of a niggly injury to Carter, but he wasn't on the injury report. No, he wasn't. Um, you know, and in the first half, it was uh, first quarter was pretty close, wasn't it? And it was about mm -hmm. three or four points. Then we sort of went out into that big lead in the second, let him back into it, raced into a big lead again, and. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I didn't enjoy that game as much as I've enjoyed the previous two. Yeah. Um it was just scrappy, it was we tend to seem to go back to ISO Demar quite a bit as well, I thought. Which yeah. is possibly why I wasn't enjoying it. Um I mean when you look at some of the sort of the stats for the teams, kind of explains why it was the way it was pretty much um you know in terms of three pointers hornets hit 10 of 37 we hit 12 of 25 uh assists they got 25 we got 23 free throws now this you know makes a change for balls to come out on top of this one they hit 12 of 12 we hit 23 of 29 um we completely out rebounded them but uh 57 42 obviously they didn't have their starting centre, Mark Williams. So mm -hmm. you kind of expect Vooch to cook a little bit and obviously Drummond when he comes in. Didn't really go that way though, I didn't think. Mm. And in terms no. of field in terms of field goals, they hit thirty nine of ninety, we hit thirty eight of ninety. So generally pretty close apart from that free throw discrepancy mm -hmm. in our favour for once. And the fact that Damar hit 12 of 14 on his own you know when Hornets yeah. only hit 12 all game it kind of to me that shows the way the game was going but I saw Demar um, mm -hmm. you know obviously not as many assists coming from balls either they just didn't seem to be that same amount of ball movement and no it just seemed a bit I don't know, like I say, a little bit back to what we've come to expect. And do you know, do you know what I found was kind of quite frustrating when, when we were watching the game was when the ball was beginning to swing around the outside and they were playing like they had done in the previous two games, because it did come, like I say, it did come in streaks and runs. Mm. And when they were moving the ball um, around like that, that's when they took the lead each time. Yeah. And then they had, they had that cushion and next thing is they started going back to more isolation plays more stagnant um movement on on the offense and and then they would lose the lead and the lead would start to get smaller and smaller and then they'd kind of get back oh hang on a minute let's go back to what works um, the last two games the reason why they were enjoyable was because they did it for the full 48 minutes more or less yeah this game they didn't and they made tough work of it as a result when are they going to really click and learn that that kind of play for the full first whistle to the last whistle is what works with this team? Mm. And when they realize that enough, and maybe they'll take that from when they watch the video and then watch, uh, watch it back, 
they'll realize okay look this was this was what was working this was where it stops working how do we fix this and make it more consistent bring more continuity to the play just what we need um yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean obviously a big thing in that second quarter was we got up by 16 and then went nearly six minutes at the end without hitting a yeah, field goal. just over six minutes crazy and and it was just yeah and then obviously we built it back up in the third and they come back down again and i mean there were some highlights from it i guess mm-hmm. you, could, you could call it um I mean, one thing I did notice was, I don't know if it's because the, the UC was that quiet or what, but you could really hear Caruso out there shouting on the defensive yeah, end. You, you could. Tell him, tell him Vooch to keep his hands down or start, stay still, hands up sort of thing, or whatever it was, he was shouting to him and mm-hmm. pra- actually praising Vooch as well at times. And it wasn't just Vooch, there was other players that you could hear him shouting at as well. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've never really heard that on the broadcast before. So I don't know why it was different last night. Because um, the UC's half empty. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Kobe breaking the franchise record for um, the streak of games with three or with three or more three-pointers. Um, he held held the record, didn't he, with Lowry at mm-hmm. eight before the game. Obviously, hit three last night and got to nine so you know uh obviously on the individuals kobe did end up with our pull of the game uh second in a row for him mm-hmm. so i think it was his best game nope i don't think I mean, we really struggled with sort of picking between the players last night didn't we yeah nobody really stood out but there was a few good performances yeah um you know, obviously our four stars went to in the end, Kobe at one, Vooch at two, uh Caruso at three and Drummond at four. Yeah. The Drummond one maybe could have been replaced by Damar. Mm-hmm. You know, but obviously we know what we're getting with Drummond these days and it was chaos. It was four rebounds in one play off his own missed shot much to the uh, discouragement of a certain somebody <laughs> which I'll speak about later on um, but yeah like I said to me nobody really stood out No, there wasn't a clear um, like bull of the game basically and no. I think it went to Kobe just purely because he's still doing Kobe things he's hitting his threes he's obviously he's getting the threes up for the most part he's taking charges is it's just energy is you know it is just especially what we need at the minute any mm-hmm. you know is yeah it's like a mini caruso but kind of offers a bit more than caruso as well especially on the offensive end mm-hmm. maybe not not as strong defensively but i mean what is his third in the NBA now on charges taken or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Leading the team and it is just not necessarily a good thing, but it's what we want to see from our players. Somebody that actually cares, somebody that wants right. to play for the jersey rather than a paycheck or the name on the back. Balls of the written jersey. across their chest. 
yeah, obviously Kobe went for 19 points, nine rebounds, five assists. It was three of seven uh, from three, but six of 16 in like from well, in field goals. So it wasn't his best shooting night, but he got it done. Yeah. He's becoming that real Swiss army knife type player, isn't he? Yeah. That uh, he gives you a little bit of everything. <clears throat> and uh, that's such a great commodity to have on any team. And we're lucky enough to kind of have two of them in AC mm -hmm. and Kobe. Um, so you can kind of plug them in anywhere. Like, okay, Kobe, you're not having a good shooting night. Do some work on defense and he will. Or Kobe, you know, we need you to distribute the ball to the players that are shooting well and he'll drive and kick out or he'll give pocket passes i mean his handles have become incredibly better you know they've far surpassed what i expected out of kobe handles wise um and you know a lot of that is as we've talked about before from his work with johnny dribble too much but it's really beginning to show and, and i think was it was it you that put up a video of um kobe's handles in the gym and then the exact same moves on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I loved I love, it. I love a workout video, as you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, see, but the whole point of that and why I loved it so much was because it showed this is what happens in the empty gym, but this is how it gets implemented on the NBA floor. Yeah. And I loved, I loved it. I loved that. I thought it was great. It was, it was a real, um, a real showing of, Hard work pays off. Yeah, because it, I mean, it was obviously from uh, Johnny Dribble too much. Anyway, mm -hmm. he was the one that put it together, obviously his own clips and stuff like that. And it's like I said, all these people that say, well, what's with all the workout videos? I don't want to see him in an empty gym. I want to see him do it on an NBA court. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's why they do it. No, it doesn't work for everybody, but there you go. It's working for Kobe. Yeah, um, obviously Demar went for twenty nine point six rebounds, three assists. He was eight of twenty from the field. Got his standard Devo three ball, one of three, um, and like I say twelve of fourteen from the free throw line. Vooch twenty points, twelve rebounds, first double double in quite a while, I think, isn't it for Vooch? Since well, no, he got one. Did he get one against Bucks? Yeah, I think so. Uh, forget what I said then um <laughs> three assists and again eight of 17 from the field so not a good shooting night but he did hit two of three threes mm -hmm. and they were needed as well yeah you know so credit Vooch now obviously in the last episode I said that P will be the player that dropped off first out of this young core and I think if we'd have lost last night, he'd be getting a hell of a lot more stick because he broke his own streak. He didn't hit double digits. He no. ended up with eight points. But he got nine rebounds. He did. And, and he looked aggressive again last night. Yeah. No, he, he was interested in making cuts and driving to the basket. Um, so, I mean, the rest of it will come in. And once he keeps that mentality, the rest of it will fall together. Yeah, and I think Ayo dropped off a little bit 
last night. There's been mm. a lot of turnovers from him. Mm-hmm. But again, the aggressiveness was there. The 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 desire to get out on the fast break was there. And you know what you're getting with Ayo, that, that heart hustle muscle in yeah. his own little way, do you know what I mean? He's diving on the floor, he's you know, and so I don't think they particularly had bad performances, but it just weren't as with the work what we've been used to seeing and it, that was the worry that I think we were going to have especially as we look at next week's schedule mm. where we're back to facing Bucks, Nuggets, Heat twice we can't afford for them to have these them drop-offs if they're going to be what we're looking for basically and we end up going back to Ice or Damar and stuff like that and that's why in the different chats we're in I've kind of not been hyped about this win and I know we've got spares in between like ne- before next week but mm-hmm. if we play like we did last night against Bucks yeah we've already beaten them with this current sort of rotation and lineup and stuff but they're going to be out for revenge of course you know you know that Yanis is just going to run over everybody and elbows fly in and get away with it and get to the line God knows how many times and Dame's going to be wanting revenge. So they really are going to have to step up. And obviously the first chance they're going to have, again, is against Spurs. They mm-hmm. need to get that, dare I say it, that continuity going again, that that click, that, you know, if this is how it's going to be now for the next, well, for the foreseeable, it needs to start gaining some proper momentum, doesn't it? It can't mm-hmm. be up and down, up and down. So, uh, I don't know if you've got anything else on it before we say our sort of play of the game. No, not really. Uh, I don't think I've got anything much to add to it. Just pretty much agree with everything you've said there. Yeah, like like I said at the start, a win's a win. Mm -hmm. It was ugly, but hey, what are we now? Nine and 14? Mm -hmm. Sounds a little healthier. Yeah, and if you look at the standings, all right, we've played more games than everybody, but we're not that far off the playing. Really? <laughs> so I need to ask you, actually. I'll I'll save that. Um, yeah, so play of the game. Obviously, we like to highlight a certain play. Yeah. So what What was yours? I already know, but yeah, I know. I've got I've got the one that you already know, but I also thought of something else while we were talking. <clears throat> That's not necessarily a play, but it was a moment of the game that uh, I I enjoyed um, for the wrong reasons and the right reasons. But first of all, my actual play of the game, um, I love it when P. Will gets a great dunk and, you know, he, he, he got a fine dunk in, in that game, <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> which is always nice to see. Um, two hands for safety. Two hands for safety. Yeah, listen, I keep saying it. Two hands, P. Will. Until you, until you learn to wrap those big ass fingers around the ball properly we'll take the two-handed dunks for now um but the other thing that that kind of i remembered was um i can't remember what it was that triggered it but vooch was really upset at one point and he was just about to walk back to the to the official to start complaining and it was a guaranteed tech on the cards that was coming and um ac and i think it was kobe pulled him aside and started talking to him and pulled him away from it and that's what Vooch needs because we know he can be hot-headed and we know he can talk himself into trouble. 
And I just, I loved the way that the team came together to pull him, pull him away and pull him back out of it. On that, didn't Vooch pull Damar away as well? When Demar... Yeah, actually, you're right, actually. He... Yeah. Yeah. Because he kind of did a bit of a low blow on, was it Richard, I think, was it mm -hmm. running? Yeah, and yeah. got up to complain to the ref, didn't he? And it was kind of Vooch that kind of got yeah. in the way. And then Damar to... had his little chat anyway, but. To be honest, yeah, he did. Uh, but it was kind of when he'd simmered down a little bit. But um, to be honest with you, I can't. I know, I know he got a um, uh, what was it? Uncontested lane. Uh, yeah, to, to foul. Yeah, um, foul, isn't it? Yeah, but um, I'm surprised he didn't get get called for a flagrant. Yeah, because to be honest with you, you know, being objective about it, it was it was a flagrant foul. He reached out and grabbed him, ran the waist as he was running past him, but. But anyway. there was also a foul before that that resulted in being on the floor. It it was, but that didn't get called. So therefore, in the <laughs> officials' eyes, that wasn't a foul. So in other words, <laughs> they either deep down know that they should have called a foul for Demar and let the other bit kind of slide a little bit, or they just let Demar get away with it. Yeah, there was a few iffy decisions on the. To be fair, yeah. but yeah. Anyway, we got the win. Season. We'll yeah, take the so, belt. Yeah. My play of the game, actually, uh, I think it came in the fourth. Um, P. Will had it in the corner, and it looked like we were going to just basically wear the clock down and mm. not have a clue what was happening. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Ayo straight through, through a gap. Yeah. And, you know, a really good play from Ayo, I thought. It and was. It was a, it was really a great cut. P. Will to, to notice that he was cutting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, it was good. I mean, there was a few highlights from Kobe, as usual, and Caruso mm -hmm. got his breakaway. And, uh, yes. The Julian Phillips one again, where obviously somehow come up with the ball. I think it was Ayo dived on the floor, threw it out to Kobe. And by that point, Phillips was gone and we get acrobatics and aerobatics and all sorts, don't we? So there were some highlights. So, yeah, they were. Before we go on to the next segment, then I will send it to the ad read. Our partners at USA Sports. USA Sports is a UK-based sports merchandise retailer. They cover the NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB, as well as Formula One. From hats to hoodies, there's something for everyone. From Chicago Bulls to Team Red Bull and everywhere in between. So check them out on all the socials and at usasports.co.uk and whilst there, check out their various discount codes to receive up to 15% off. So, next part. And could be a bit interesting. Could annoy a few people. Um, I know it's annoyed me a lot seeing some of the stuff. Um Obviously, we didn't have Zach playing last night, as expected. Yeah. And then, pretty much straight after the game, we get the news that he's going to be out for another three to four weeks with this inflammation of his uh, this right foot soreness, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And, obviously, it sent everybody all over the place. Bulls Nations got pretty toxic. Yeah. on Twitter and stuff like that. And 
I mean, yeah, that, as you've got going across the bottom there, will we ever see Zach in a Bulls jersey again? And that was kind of where I was going to go with it. And over to you. Yeah, I guess, look, Bull, Bulls Nation uh, is a wonderful, wonderful place, but it's also a very excitable place, right? Reaction, reactionary as well. Very, very reactionary. And um, yeah, this latest news is, like you say, sent it spiraling in, in people saying, oh, that's it, Zach is done, and people kind of turn in on Zach a bit. And like... I, I was the very one a couple of weeks back before Zach had come out and said he wanted the, the trade that was sitting here on this pod saying, I'm done with Zach. I'm done with Zach Levine. But at the same time, I, you know, I also said, I'm not done with him as a person. I'm not done with him for what he's done for the Bulls. I'm just done with him going forward with this team. And that's what people have to kind of remember. Zach gave his all for this club. He gave his all for this organisation. When there was nothing around him, Zach still kept coming, still kept trying his best to, to win. And you have to remember that. And, and he's given a lot to the community of Chicago. He's always been a professional. He's always been pleasant in the media to people. And, and, and when, you know, media professionals wanted to talk to him, he's always happy to sit down and talk to them, apart from one occasion when he pushes people out of the way. Um, <laughs> But I think, and we talked about this, we touched on this a little bit last time, Zach is becoming a bit of a scapegoat right now. And I don't want it to sour. I, I don't want Zach leaving Chicago to become an ugly affair. And it's unfortunately beginning to look like that could become the case. Mm. Um, so I, I just want to go on record now to say that, you know, it, it definitely looks like Zach's walking at some point uh, in the near future we may never get to see him do his thing on the court again in a Bulls jersey. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But at the moment, it's looking less likely, depending on how quickly they get a trade uh, and make something happen. But I would just like to say that I've appreciated everything that Zach has done for this organisation and the entertainment that he's brought for us. And if we do, if we do find that we don't get to see him play for us ever again, thanks for what you've done. Appreciate you took it as far as you could. I think it's time for something new for both the Bulls and for Zach, but I really hope it's it's a happy parting of ways and it, it, it doesn't sour like it did with, say, with like Derek Rose. Yeah. And look, we've, like you said, we've said it before, it, we don't want this to sour, but obviously it's starting to. And mm -hmm. like I say, it has led to Bulls Nation becoming very toxic with each other and things being said and stuff like that. And Look, first of all, on Zach, yeah, loved everything he's done. You know, he's probably up there as, what, top 15, 20 bull of all time. Yeah. Maybe higher for some people, if you mm -hmm. actually sit down and work it out properly. And you can't fault Zach for what he has done in the what previous six years that he's been here. He's had shocking front office to deal with, shocking coaches to deal with. Yeah shocking teammates to deal with you know some of the players that he's had and he's basically carried this team on or this organization on its back for so long yet on the flip side of that zach's maybe been part of the problem at the same time and this is where this sort of divide with bulls nations coming at the minute 
and yeah, we know what Zach is, and so does the rest of the NBA as well. That's the thing, you know, they're not going to be signing and thinking he's going to be the star player unless it's mm-hmm. someone like Pistons. Um, and the same as you, you know, just want to, if it is the last time we ever see him in a Bulls jersey, you know, thanks for everything he's done, and obviously we'll talk about it when it happens and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But what's the last image you're going to remember of Zach in a Bulls jersey? Probably head down, which is awful. That Jalen Brown dunk. Yeah. For me, where yeah. Zach's not even looking. No. And that, that's where I can see why people are turning on him. Yeah. And this whole show that we're getting at the minute. I mean, is he injured? As bad as the making out? I mean, he's, had, he's, he's done his media stuff today, Annie. And he said it's yeah. the Bulls medical team that have told him he's got to sit for that long. Where's that decision come from? Because Caruso's got a toe missing or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still playing. Zach's yeah. played through God knows how many injuries in the past. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not doubting there is some sort of an injury there. They're saying that he's had some sort of an injection so he can't travel to San Antonio and Blah blah blah. But somebody somewhere has taken a decision to leave him out. Yeah. And obviously it's led to people saying it's affecting his trade value. And this again is where it's getting very toxic. And you know, some people think that it is, some people think it's not. For me personally, I don't think it has or is. Because, like I just said, the rest of the NBA already know what Zach is. They know what happens when a player wants to be out of a, an organisation. We've seen it time and time again with James Harden, yet there's still mm. a market for him somehow. Um, <laughs> you know, and so obviously the latest thing that's come out today from Shams is when Zach's due back in the middle of January happens to be when the rest of the NBA is available for trade, i.e. Rui Hachimura and D'Angelo Russell. Get back to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, if that is in the pipeline, the Lakers already know what Zach is. They were clearly already wanting. Of course. So, are we? Are Bulls now just sitting him so that he doesn't get injured? He doesn't make this injured, niggly little injury worse than it already is. So yeah. That come January the fifteenth, January the sixteenth, whatever day it is, the trade goes through. Zach is good to go in a Lakers jersey. Yeah, you won't be number, won't be wearing number eight, but no. Um, yeah, and to be honest, I just I just want it all over and done with now. Yeah, and, you know, I'm sick of going on Twitter and seeing the latest thing from him or the latest from Shams, whoever it is, and basically just the way that Bulls Nation is. You you got people who've got quite a following on Twitter calling people out saying that they're uneducated in their opinions and then you've got other content creators saying that people are pretty much stupid um because they don't share the same opinion or they're just saying things because they want to be right or whatever then the they do we've all got opinions and people's fandom goes you know different levels yeah 
so to me, you know, what one person's opinion on Zach, just because it's not the same as yours, you don't need to call them stupid or uneducated or whatever on basketball because they might not be as big a fan as you. They might not have the same insights as, you know, they might not look at the game in the same way you do. Do you know what I mean? To me, there's none of that. I mean, obviously, like I say, we had it before about Drummond with, you know, I'll say his name, Bradley, because people probably know who he is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Biggest Drummond fan I know. And obviously, he tagged us in some stat, whatever it was, that Drummond, some record that Drummond, I don't know, I can't remember now. And we basically just said, <laughs> we've got nothing against Drummond. We both love him. Mm-hmm. But how many of his offensive rebounds are coming from his own misses? And then other people chimed in, and obviously you and Bradley went back and forth a little bit. Yeah. But there was no name. Which I love, in. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I no... love a bit of back and forth. There was no name calling. You didn't call him stupid or uneducated. No. If he wants to look at the stats, that's fine. But as I said, we're not stat guys. I find it boring. And because, like you said to him, a stat can make somebody look good, can make somebody look bad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, there's a stat out there for every argument. Yeah. And as we've always said, we judge every player on the eye test. Yeah. And we kind of know when Drummond needs to sit. Now, obviously, he admitted he's got his rose-tinted glasses on when it yeah. comes to Drummond. And that was it. End of it. No, yeah, exactly. you know, no name calling and no nothing. They didn't need to be. So, obviously, why this whole Zach thing splitting everybody and it's got creators going at each other and people trying to be funny about it and it's just... I just can't wait for it all to be over with. You know, this is sort of off-season stuff, and it's it really is. It it does feel like the the messing about you get in the thick of the off-season, uh, but it's not. It's slap bang at the start of the season and into the middle of the season. Um, and yeah, I, I, I I'm not enjoying it. It's too much of a distraction from the actual basketball. And the sooner it gets dealt with, the sooner this team can heal and move forward. Yeah, and obviously just going back to Zach, it's going to be the last sort of thing I say on it. Obviously, he has had his media thing and he said he wanted to leave it till today so it didn't take the shine away from the team and the the three wins and blah, blah, blah. But he knew that this decision, he knew about this decision before yesterday's game that he was going to be out for three to four weeks. And obviously just little bits that he's also said in it, I am still a part of this team and very committed. Yeah, I've got a Bulls jersey on. I'm committed here. And for as long as I'll be here, I, I'll still support and love Chicago and go out there and play my heart out for those guys. That's never going to change. So, obviously, it is very... He's probably been told what to say by Clutch. We know that. <laughs> he's gonna. He's not going to say, yeah, I'm done. I'm, that's it. I'm done, you know. Um It's well, as you say, it's a team sport, a team game. We go through a lot of stuff together in that locker room. It's a group of guys that fight together. We travel all the way around the world together. Um, obviously, he said that he was annoyed by the constant trade rumors through the off season and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, and it, 
there's going to be different stories and narratives and there's going to be off the court stuff that's going to be dealt with for me as long as i'm here with the bulls jersey on i'm going to play as hard as i can for my teammates and continue to be the best player and teammate i can be simple as that so he seemed to be trying to reiterate that point that if he's here he's committed and that's the zach that we know Mm -hmm. yeah and you know like i say he's not going to basically say yeah i'm out three to four weeks that's it i'm done cheers see you later because that's not good for business is it don't know worked all out worked (laughs) out all right for harden in the end didn't it well yeah um so yeah um I don't know if you've got anything else on Zach. Like I said, I'm sick of talking about it, but No, I'm I'm done. I've 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 said what I need to say about Zach and um we'll just hopefully watch this fizzle out until the day that he's moved and then we can talk about it again. Yeah, I mean lastly I am not happy that he's sitting out, but I'm happy to see it so that we do get to move in a different direction basically. Yeah. Um what direction that is still to be seen. But yeah. So um Windy City. Um obviously we like to finish off with a little bit of Windy City talk. Mm-hmm. Uh they played the night of our last episode, didn't they? Against Wisconsin yep. Head. Come out 123-96 winners. They did have uh Dale and Terry and Julian Phillips down with them. Terry in particular had a solid looking game yeah um we couldn't actually watch it here even if we wanted to because there was no coverage uh he had dale and terry had 22 points six rebounds eight assists two steals one block and he was four of six from the three-point line uh julian phillips 16 points three rebounds two assists one steal and he was three of four from three-point line and adama sonogo 20 points nine rebounds one assist one steal so yeah good to get the win um mm-hmm. good to see terry and phillips down there yeah good to see sonogo still just dominating basically um like i say we didn't watch the game uh, i've seen the highlights and little clips and stuff like that yeah and from what i saw deal and terry look good maybe it's he needs a longer run down there rather than getting three minutes or whatever he did yesterday and then sit in the next however um obviously we have got spares tomorrow and then windy city have got a game saturday night and sunday night so uh, they've got wisconsin i don't know if that's in wisconsin or chicago can't remember now and then sunday they've got motor city cruise obviously pistons affiliate that is in Chicago, that one. Um, and they're both 11 o'clock tips. Again, the Wisconsin one, no coverage. Motor City, we will have coverage via the G League app. And I'm not even going to attempt to say his name, but Motor City, you've got the UK guy. Okay, so, go on, give it a crack. Give it a go. <laughs> I, I haven't got it in front of me, so I, I couldn't even... Two, two one, one. One. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a V in there somewhere too. I think, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, good old Jordy. I know he's a Jordy. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he's obviously on the two way with Pistons and Motor City. So, for UK fans, chance to see some UK players or a UK player. 
Yeah. Uh, the herd game um, is actually in the now arena. So it's it's in oh, many cities. Oh, fair enough. Hmm. There you go. Um, yeah, so if you've got anything on that game, I know you three didn't watch it either. No, I, I wish we could watch more. Um, it's not through the want of, of not trying to watch the games. It's just they're not available to us, which is a, which is a pity. Hopefully that's something that kind of moves forward as the G League continues to grow. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, the fact we get any sort of coverage is, is a bonus, really. It is. Um, obviously, one thing that we did sort of notice, and I've actually found an answer today, is where's OB been on Ralph yeah. Kitten? Because he was called up, was it the Bucks game he got called up for last mm-hmm. week? And then he wasn't at the Pelicans game, but then he was on the on the box score as DMP, wasn't he, for Windy City? Yeah. But there was no report anywhere that we could find. And I found one. He's been suffering with an illness. So hopefully he's back this weekend and we get to see a bit of him. So, yeah, um, predictions. Now, we're not 100% sure when we're recording next because Monday, Tuesdays are back-to-back in it. Yeah, or Tuesday, Wednesday, as it will be for us. Um, obviously, Spurs tomorrow night. We've already given our predictions for that. Mine hasn't changed. I doubt yours has. No, same still as Bulls win four games. Yeah, I'm still going to go Bulls win. Yeah, Wemby yeah. cooks Vooch. Pretty much. Yeah, my guy Keldon Johnson will be uh, out there. The one thing I will say is Spurs are on. 15 game losing streak yeah it's got a snap somewhere doesn't it yeah so there's that little bit of negativity that you can that little that's just yeah can't say that someone might be offended uh that little dent in the armor (laughs) (laughs) moving on yes (laughs) <laughs> a, little dent, a little dent in the armor. Uh, that we obviously Bulls last season were streak breakers, weren't they? Mm. Let's hope that we're not this time. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, um, yeah. Then Monday, Monday night we've got Bucks. Uh, yes, I think it's is it in Milwaukee. I can't remember now. So uh, it is. Uh, I can't find it. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, I've done the game day graphics, so I should know. But um, yeah, my I NBA is uh, stalled for some reason, so I'm trying to get it through I, the um, Bulls app, and it doesn't say. Yeah, I think it's actually in the UC, to be honest. Um, anyway, regardless, yeah. Obviously, like I said before, they're going to be. Uh, oh no, it's in it's in Milwaukee actually. Um, they're going to be out for revenge, aren't they? Of course. That. Um, and I think it, it's like it, I said in one of the chats before. It's time to get back to reality yeah. over this positivity. Yeah, we beat Bucks last week with this with this lineup, but. 
we know what this Bulls team is. So I'm going to say we lose it. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I just think Yanis is just going to want revenge. We've seen what happens before when we beat Bucks. Yanis comes out and absolutely destroys us. And with the assistance of the refs, just saying. Standard. Yeah. Um, uh, go on. No, I was just gonna say, what what's your prediction? Yeah, I um, I, I if I give my honest my honest prediction, my honest prediction is that we beat the Spurs and we lose to the Bucks. But just to keep things colourful, I'm gonna say that we extend it to a five-game winning streak before we fall off the cliff. Fair enough. <laughs> well, on the second of a back-to-back, after that Bucks game, we are back at the UC to face yeah. reigning champions, Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. What are you saying for that one? absolutely smashed <laughs> that's what i'm saying for that um yeah no i i just don't think we we have it in us uh joker's gonna absolutely kill vooch so um yeah I, I i don't think we have what we need to take it past the nuggets unless they have an incredibly bad off game and uh, we happen to to have a good game yeah um yeah, Dab's saying an L. Um, yeah, so win and then two L's for me these next three mm-hmm. games. Hope I'm wrong. I might change my mind before the game. I don't know, but that's how I'm saying it for now. Right. Because then at the end of the week, we've got back-to-back games against Heat. Or well, not back-to-back, there's a day in between, but yeah. yeah. Down in Miami. So we could do a win in at least one of them. Yeah, but I'm going to withstand saying anything um, about those two games until I see how the next two or three pan out. Yeah. So, I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. Not a thing. Right. Well, like I say, not 100% sure when we'll be back yet. It will be some point next week now, obviously. Mm -hmm. But as usual, thanks for listening. And if you are on the audio, don't forget to head over to YouTube, leave us some comments. And... Until next time, as always, I've been Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK, and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And you can find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK, on behalf of both Matt and myself, uh, and the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks once again to everyone for tuning in. Whether you're watching or listening, please do subscribe, rate and review, and give us a thumbs up on YouTube. It helps us to keep providing you with this content. From us both, do remember it's a Chicago Bulls thing wherever in the world you are supporting this team. And until next time, see red people and go Bulls. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.